You're probably familiar with uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, at least that particular story. Let me just read a little bit about it. Uh, Dr. Henry Jekyll feels he is battling between the good and evil within himself, thus leading to the struggle with his alter ego, Edward Hyde. That's his alter ego, Edward Hyde. He spends his life trying to repress evil urges that are not fitting for a man of his stature. He develops a serum in an attempt to mask his hidden evil. However, in doing so, Jekyll transforms into Hyde, a hideous creature without compassion or remorse. Dr. Jekyll has a friendly personality, but as Hyde, he becomes mysterious and violent. As time goes by, Hyde grows in power and eventually manifests whenever Jekyll shows signs of physical or moral weakness, no longer needing the serum to be released. So you see Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, that inner, inner battle. Well, this morning I want to read a passage to you that kind of sounds like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but it concerns you this morning. So let's take a look at this passage together. That kind of sounds like a Dr. Or excuse me, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Let's take a look at it, okay? Follow along as we read this passage. This is in Romans chapter 17, and uh, we'll be looking at verses 14 through 25, all right? So here we go. Here's uh, this kind of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde uh, that we have within us. So follow along. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is the sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in the sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. Here's the dieter's version of... Romans 7, verses 15 through 17. The dieter's version. 
I wish somebody could explain what's going on with me. I know I should watch what I eat and exercise, but I can easily talk myself out of it. Instead, I go to a drive through or tell myself I'm getting a workout just walking around the tables to make my choices at the buffet. It's like there is some invisible force inside me causing me to make bad choices. Oh, chubby person that I am, who will set me free from this vicious cycle of Nutrisystem and Jenny Craig? Thanks be to God who sees me as I am, a frail human who wants to do right. You know, as you read God's word and you seek to understand it, I'm guessing you have encountered these times uh, where you were kind of left scratching your head uh, trying to understand what the Bible was actually, exactly saying, right? Um, and then there's been other times in your life where you read God's word and the meaning is crystal clear. It's, it's obvious. You understand it. Well, this morning's Bible passage I believe, is one of those passages of Scripture where the meaning is obvious and the meaning is clear. And the reason for this clarity is this. Paul's experience that we just read about, Paul's experience is our experience. Paul's struggle with the sinful nature is our struggle. So we get what Paul is saying. We totally understand what he's speaking about. Well, this morning, instead of really diving into this text and dissecting the verses and the words and the phrases and really getting to the meat of it, uh, instead of doing that, I would like to take a different approach to this morning's passage. And here's what I would like to do. I would like to ask and answer the question, why? Here's what I mean. Why do we battle... So, with the sinful nature, why do we battle? You know, it's true, God is powerful, and God could eradicate that sinful nature that exists within each one of us. He could do away with it, and we would not have the struggle with temptation, and we would not do that which we do not want to do. So he could do do away with our sin nature. But however... Instead of eliminating our struggle with sin, God chose to leave it in place. So why this battle with the sinful nature? What what was God thinking about? Why why did he choose to leave a portion of that sin within us known as the sinful nature? This morning's message will be more applicational in nature, and I want to share with you Six reasons why I believe we have this sinful nature. Okay, six reasons why we have this sinful nature, why God chose not to take away this sinful nature. So let's talk about that at this time. So here's number one. Why why did God choose not to remove our sin nature? Well, I'm going to argue that God chose not to remove our sinful nature so that he could reveal the deceptiveness of, of our sinful nature, to reveal the deceptiveness of our sinful nature. You see, sin is sneaky. Sin is deceptive. 
And here's why it's sneaky and deceptive. You know, we never set out to be disobedient, do we? That's not what we're intending to do. We don't get up in the morning and say, you know what? I'm going to be a radical. I'm going to disobey everything God wants me to do. We don't do that. In fact, really, we want to obey God. But we end up messing up. And like Paul, we say this. I do not understand what I do. For what I want, for what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. For example, yeah, you may set out to serve your neighbor. And uh, you've decided for some reason, you know, I'm going to give my neighbor some help. I'm, I'm going to mow the front yard and, uh, you know, just help him out. Just bless him. I'm going to mow the front yard. Did he ask me? No. But I'm just going to do it because I want to bless him. And so you mow the yard. You want to model God's love to this individual. And instead, you end up getting mad. And here's why. Because the neighbor's dog left a gift for you in your yard. And while you were returning the mower to the garage or to the shed, you found this surprise in your yard. And so instead of, you know, really blessing your neighbor, now you want to have words with your neighbor. That which I did not want to do, I end up doing. You know, our sinful nature, that which we all have, when we have it, it reveals how deceitful sin is. It makes us aware to the deceitful, deceitfulness of, of our sin. Number two, our sinful nature helps us recognize our sinfulness. Our sinful nature not only helps us see how sneaky and deceitful sin can be, but it also helps us to recognize that, you know, I am a sinner. Helps us recognize that. I remember uh, sitting in Sunday school class here at Harvest, and it's been a number of years ago. At that time, uh, Dave Goodwin was our uh, leader sharing the, the uh, class, uh, the leadership of that class at that time. And I remember one of the things that he had shared in that class, and it was regarding the human nature, and uh, he shared in the class, and it stuck with me, and I know you've heard this phrase before, but he says, you know, everyone is a hero in their own eyes. Okay? Meaning we all have this pretty high estimation of who we are. Now, However, as we seek to follow Christ's example and live for him, we become greatly aware that we are not a hero. Okay? So the sinful nature that we all have reveals that we truly are sinful. We are not the hero that we thought we were. Paul says, For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Which leads Paul to share these words. Verse 24. What a wretched man I am. What a wretched man I am. You see, as we struggle with our sinful nature, we recognize our sinfulness. So instead of being a hero, we recognize that we need a hero. Which leads us to point number three. Our sinful nature reveals our need for a Savior. 
our need for a Savior. As we read through uh, this text this morning, uh, you saw that uh, the work of the sin nature was uh, cyclical in nature, meaning uh, that it has a cycle. There's a cycle involved. And it goes like this. You know, we seek to go- do good, and then we end up doing bad, right? We, we seek to show love, and we end up getting mad. Uh, we, uh, we seek to rejoice in happiness over somebody's uh, good fortune. And then we end up becoming envious. Why couldn't that happen to me? So it's cyclical in nature. And so the question is, well, how do we get off of this merry ground, so to speak? Well, Paul reveals there is hope for each one of us in this crazy battle. And here's what he says in verse 27. Verse 25, uh, he begins, O wretched man that I am, who shall, you know, deliver me? Well, he says, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, victory over this crazy cycle, if you will, you know, victory over that, that part of us that says, when it says, do not look, and then we want to look, or that part of us that says, you know, this is wet paint, don't touch, but we want to touch. Victory over that begins with a relationship with Jesus Christ. Who will rescue you from that body of sin? Thanks be to God. It's through Christ Jesus our Lord. So our sinful nature helps us Understand that we need a hero. We need a savior. Number four, uh, the sinful nature, why do we have it? Well, it helps us acknowledge my dependence on God. It helps us to acknowledge our dependence on God. Our sinful nature compels us to turn to God for assistance and deliverance. See, one of, one, of, one of the wonderful blessings that each of us has received at the moment of our salvation is the Holy Spirit. And what is so, so significant about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit is that power force within us that enables us to say no to sin and yes to God. And so each one of you, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you've placed your faith in Jesus as your Savior, not only you're going to be in heaven forever and ever, but part of that salvation package that you received is that you received the Holy Spirit. So you have the Holy Spirit living within you, and it's not just a neutral, uh, ineffective force. Rather, uh, it's the kind of power, the Scripture says, it's the kind of power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So I'm just telling you, you got a lot at your uh, disposal, so to speak. You have, you have what you need, to say no to sin, to say no to sin. But what our sinful nature does is it compels us to depend on God. Galatians, in Galatians, we're instructed with these words. So I say to you, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Through our dependence on God, we can experience 
more victory than defeat. Number five, why this sinful nature? Why do we have it? We recognize it. We fight with it. Why do we have it? Well, number five is we have it, I believe, is so that we will conform to the image of God. God uses that sinful nature to make us more like him. Um, You know, we perceive the sinful nature as a curse. But let's not forget this truth that's stated in Romans 8, 28. You know it well. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I believe God uses that sinful nature that we have. He uses it to conform us to his image. Well, how is that? How how, how does that work? The sinful nature exposes that which we do not like. And when we're aware of that which we do not like, in dependence on God and the Holy Spirit, we begin to address that which we do not like. And as we address that, which we are not pleased with, we are being conformed to the image of God. If it's anger, and you recognize, I do not like my anger. Independence on God and the Holy Spirit, changes begin to take place in your life where you become more compassionate, slower to anger, And that's because God is working in your life. You see, our sinful nature reveals that which we are not proud of, compelling us to deal with it in the power of God and the Holy Spirit. And as we deal with it, we're being conformed to his very image. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Number six, here's our last one. Why this sinful nature? Why this battle? Why do we struggle with this? Number six, in order to display Christ in my life. To display Christ in my life. Paul shares some detail about his own very life. I mean, we've just learned in Romans chapter 7 there how he wrestles. Remember, this is the Apostle Paul. In fact, at the writing of chapter 7, he'd been a Christian for many years. Um, so he continues to fight that, that battle with our sinful nature. Um, here's something else he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He's talking about himself. He says this. To keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassing great revelations... There was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Now, we're not exactly sure what this messenger was, what this particular torment was that Paul received. But the fact that he asked God three times, would you please take it away, tells us that he was not pleased with it. It was, it was not a good situation. So he goes on, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. 
But God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, Paul says, I will boast all the more gladly, and listen to the things he's boasting about. He says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The sinfulness that we have reveals our weaknesses. However, in dependence upon the Holy Spirit and on Jesus Christ, we experience victory. Now that victory that we do experience makes us feel good. But ultimately, that victory that we've experienced is because of God's grace and God's power. You see, in my weakness, God showed up and I won over my sin. Do I feel good? Yes. But ultimately, God receives the glory. Because he did it. He did it. So what do we do about this morning's message? I think you understand the battle that we all have. Well, I want to share with you, as far as application, here's what you need to understand. Perspective changes everything, and I think you would agree with that regarding whatever situation or circumstance you are experiencing. Perspective definitely affects that situation. When it comes to this battle within us regarding our sinful nature, and we all have it, perspective is important. Perspective changes everything. So here's your perspective. Number one, remember, and we've talked about this in the earlier verses and the earlier chapters, uh, we are dead to sin, meaning sin, the power, the control of our sin, that sinful nature, is not our boss. Okay? Rather, Christ is our boss. And in to enable us to serve him more faithfully and to experience victory over this sinful nature, he has placed within you the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 6 tells us that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So God has put a power force within you so that you can be victorious and live successfully in this Christian life. And it's through this sinful nature, not only do we receive that, you know, God's assistance, but we also receive forgiveness when we mess up, okay? That sinful nature drives us to be dependent upon him because we recognize that without him assisting us in this battle, you know, we fall more than we want to admit. But through Christ and the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we become boss and Christ is honored. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you once again for the challenge that we receive from Paul's teaching here this morning. We identify with what Paul is saying. We all wrestle with it. 
that sinful nature. God, sadly, we admit, maybe this is a confession, that, Lord, we have given in to the bad that we did not intend to do. And the good that we wanted to do, somehow, somehow got overlooked. Lord, we recognize that battle is within us. But Lord, today we confess as your followers that sinful nature is not our boss. And because of your spirit living within us and our dependence upon you, we receive victory and forgiveness. Thank you. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.